Greetings, friends! Welcome back to another Evil Gin Magic episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and guy who likes to casually hang in jail, <laughs> Alex Dandino. All right, you guys know the deal. It's the October Mega Marathon. We're now in the in the deep, right? So 31 days, 31 pods. We look forward to it every year. But before we continue our journey uh, with the gin in Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies, a little bit of business, people. It's official. We are on Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. The best way to help us make your podcast dreams come true. Uh, go over, guys, for as little as a dollar a month, and I assure you every single dollar helps. You get in, see what we're working on, join the community. As you climb the Highlander tier ranking systems, you get access to a Patreon-exclusive episode library. You get commentaries, mini-series. Um, you can even select a double feature of your choosing that we will do just for you and the other patrons. So... Again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. We appreciate the support so, so much. We're working really hard, not just on the 31 days uh, October marathon, but also for the Patreon. So all the support means the world to us for those of you who already do. For those of you who are about to, thank you as well. If you can't support financially, we get it, man. Uh, there are some easy things you can do to help the show out as well, right? You can tell your friends. You can find us on social media, right? Invite your friends to like what we're doing, right? Share, retweets, all that good stuff, uh, especially the Mega Marathon. Let's bring more people in on this, man. Uh, you can leave us rating and reviews wherever you find the show and other pods, right? Uh, anywhere and everywhere. More than one is great. Five star, couple sentences, why you like hanging out with us. Help us defeat the algorithmic prison guards that just won't let us make wishes come true. You know what I mean? Go to YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Film Alchemist. Email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys just want to chat or whatever, we are easy to get a hold of and we love to hear from everyone. So however you can, guys, thank you for so much support. This is a gargantuan undertaking and every year you guys are so awesome. You make it so much fun for us. Uh, thank you in advance. All right. Enough of that pappy crap. Let's get into the nitty gritty of the fucking human heart. Or the gin's opal. Or both. Did you watch Wishmaster 1? And you said, this is fine. But what I need is a little more Creed video aesthetic. <laughs> I need a little bit more, this could be a porno moment. Yeah, a lot of that. Right? Yeah. Did you wish that there was just a lot less gin and a lot more Andy? If you did... <sighs> Boy, have I got a fucking movie for you. Wishmaster 2. <laughs> Evil never dies. Um, This movie makes some fucking choices, man. This movie makes some choices. It doubles down on the Christian mythology angle. Mm -hmm. The director was definitely way too much a fan of Tank Girl. Um, There's a lot <laughs> happening in this movie. And it all comes at you real fast, right? This is a movie that just starts with an art hi heist. Um, yep. I people like get the art shot heist up. Start. Yeah, we find out that the people Not that are stealing the world. Not where I expected this movie to begin. Yeah. We just start with the theft of the world's ugliest painting. 
Yep. And yep. we find out that the girl who gets shots named is Morgana. Morgana. Right? Because you know what I don't wish for? Subtlety. That's what I don't want. I want I want to go all the way in. Um so this is this is a strange strange sequel, but I think for all of the the weirdness of it, what I think it really does is I think they realized that uh god damn it, I forget the name again. Andrew Devoff. Devoff, right? I keep wanting to say Driven like he's from fucking The Crow or something. Andrew Devoff um is the fucking monument that this franchise should be built around yes and so i think the movie um really focuses in and lets him play and have a lot of fucking fun and by proxy a lot of fun for us so alex opening thoughts on wishmaster 2 evil never dies well you know they can't all be winners uh (laughs) (laughs) how dare you sorry i meant the uh, individuals making i wish we could have a little bit better tone about Wishmaster 2? I actually what I was getting at was I meant the people making wishes. Certainly not certainly not this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is one where they this is kind of where Freddy became a cartoon and Jason you're like, "Oh, I wonder how he's going to kill counselors." This movie's just like, "Let's skip the like three or four movies and just immediately make every character in this movie pretty pretty disposable. We're not yeah. really going to root for anyone in this movie." And just let the gen wreak havoc on everyone. Yeah, I mean, for me, we're starting at, like, I mean, from the jump, it is some of the, again, uh, look, I love, for one, I I love Jack Shoulder. Like, he's a, like, he directed Freddy 2. Like, I think it's, like, easily one of the greatest horror sequels of all time. This one starts in such an interesting place. Like, first off, I don't know about you. Art Heist, on the list of ways for a Wishmaster sequel to begin, Art Heist was not even close to, like, the top 50, I would say. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder what happened to to Beaumont or whatever, right? What happened to Robert England after that party that never happened where he's just like, oh, I'll let my fucking ancient statue go to the yeah, museum? I'm assuming that um, he probably, uh, probably went to Greece or something and just lives his life now. Yeah. Um, Probably but, was lost to Greece in one of those orgy parties. That's yeah. Weird, well, speaking of orgy parties, I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you picked this. So, like, our first. So basically, like Morgana and her uh, BF. Morgana. Um, they uh, they're they're fucking um, they're doing they're pulling this heist that doesn't go well. When he gets shot, and like the first impetus, like so, like the the um, the opal. Uh, breaks over. This is basically the same setup as we had before. When the opal breaks yeah. open, you can get... it breaks over her heart. Yeah, right, the, saving her. The gin. Um, yeah, he like shoots. Her. Basically, yeah. So it breaks. The gin's released. I don't know about the squishy you. Squishy rebirth. Yeah. I got a really nice like uh, almost society vibes from his birth. Uh, mm, yeah, because it starts it was as, a little like, more uh, chewing gummy this time. Yeah, it starts as like a booger on the wall, and then he like you know basically <laughs> births his face forth. Because the, yeah. the boyfriend gets shot and he's like kind of mosh and booze his way into existence. Yeah, yeah. he's like slow, <laughs> he's sitting there like slowly dying, and then um, the but like again the um, he's slowly dying. He's like, I wish I'd never been born. <laughs> it, it's like I love it's like a Max Headroom like rewind. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it looks like a fucking tool video. You're yeah, like, That's yeah. Cool. But it eat. <laughs> 
But let me let the, me just the, stop here because this is a wildly important moment up top to kind of set you up for the rest of the movie. By the way, first time so, a real wish has happened in these two movies. We get like a real wish. Not only that. So the last movie, right? I'm assuming if you come in to watch Wishmaster 2, you probably liked Wishmaster 1. Right. The very first moment we see the djinn, right? He asked this guy, hey, uh, do you wish you weren't dying from a bullet wound? I wish I was never born, right? right. Like kind of a down on his luck story. So the djinn who was defeated by a Doctor Who style time paradox in the last film. <laughs> the very first thing we do in this movie is he goes, oh, sick. I'll do another time paradox. Rewinds and erase this guy all the way down to baby. I'm assuming at the end it's just a jacket with sperm on it, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Who knows how the jacket's there? Here's another thing. If he's not over there fucking clapping it with Morgana, this heist might not ever happen. And the movie just right up front is saying, oh, we're going to take the whole time paradox shit out of the running, right? Because this guy fully disappearing into semen yeah has no bearing on anyone or the world around him as if he doesn't matter it's a reverse it's a wonderful life where they just go oh this guy literally didn't matter at all do you think this is do you actually i, I was thinking about this do you think this is the gin learning his lesson from the first one and he's like i'm no. not i'm not getting caught with that shit again <laughs> i think this is the filmmaker saying we may not have studied very much before we made this film, and we're just going for awesome. And watching the guy fucking, you know, Benjamin Button his way back to the fucking, uh, you know, stain on the coat. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fun. That was good. Pretty fun. Because this is the other thing. They do two things right off the bat that's pretty much a fuck you if you're one of these guys that's like Wishmaster Cannon, which I don't know who that guy would be. I wouldn't want to meet him. Yeah, no. I wish that that guy would never cross my path, right? Because here's the thing. Not only do they just say, oh, we don't give a fuck about time paradoxes anymore, right. Yahtzee. They immediately, the cop fucking pulls a gun on him, right? Because he's just, well, wow, there's a you know, piranha-faced man who I guess just kept that last face. Didn't have to get a new one. Right, right. Uh, he's here glaring at us over a dead body. This seems like an open and shut case. And he goes, freeze. And he goes, you would like that? He goes, yeah, freeze. <laughs> and he... Mr. Freezes him. Chill. Chill. And I was like, in no fucking universe is saying freeze to Not a, a fucking murder suspect a wish. That is an order. It's a command. It's a verb. Which, by it's the a way, lot of fucking things. We established in the first movie with the Tony Todd beat, orders are not wishes. That's right. Kane Hodder, too, and he's like, get out of here. I want you to get out of here, whatever. So the movie right off the bat is telling us this is the Jin's playground movie. We don't give a fuck about the rules, no more which rules. is funny because by the end of the movie, the Jin starts doing this. There are rules even I can't break. And you're like, really? Are you sure? Fucking really? Have you like, read the books? <laughs> are you sure? This is an unstudied Jin, yeah. it, it appears. <laughs> But anyways, and, and again, I think that's fine, man. I think sometimes what happens to these franchises is people get so beholden, right? Like, you see right. this a lot in Halloween when it's like, oh, now they're related, yeah, and yeah. now this, and now there's a cult. And they get really bogged down in, in canon right? and trying to build upon it. I think it's kind of refreshing for the movie to go, nope, fuck that. <laughs> it's an all-new fucking uh, wish thing. The djinn just wants to go to jail. The djinn, for some reason, needs 800 souls this movie. Do we know why? Nope. 
He's still fucking. And this is the other thing. The guy that shot the opal, why isn't he the one that summoned him? Why is it the girl? We don't know. And they don't care to answer. These are just questions. So this is the Ernest goes to jail mixed with how much can they make us watch the worst romance journey that I have seen in a long, boy, oh boy. long while. Oof. It's <laughs> it's at once like very Christian, like straight to DVD movie. Also very kind of porny. Like they're like, you know, what if instead of, you know, this this woman who's going through it has a job. She's kind of fighting. She's a basketball coach. Yeah. What if we just put like tank girl sweating in bed like four yeah. times? There's a lot of intense like it, it is like it's got it's a veritable pornucopia of it, it is erotic vibes. in a weird way for where the movie starts heading later. Yeah. <laughs> and so it is this just weird blend. So I would say, I don't know if you agree. I think the human story in this movie, I don't know if I can do better than just absolute turd. Like, just a turd. <laughs> uh, the decision of the movie is essentially, here's the, this lady and her boyfriend, right? Yeah. They're they're criminals. They're thieves. They live in a pretty nice apartment, so they must do this all the time, right? Gets it killed, needs help, goes to an ex-boyfriend who's become a priest. The priest seemingly only took this job to fucking occupy his time before they fuck again. Right. Right? And it's just this very strange, like, what am I supposed to be sinking into here? What am I supposed to be taking from this part of the movie? I'll say this. The last one, again, like Wishmaster is rarely a movie that I would say this with, but um, I got to be honest, I, I, it's very. I, I was really rooting for the gin this one. Like I was like, dude, take them all to yeah. task. Yeah, like, the last one, whatever her name like, was, Amy, Amelia. What was the character? Alex, anyway, in part one, Alex. yeah, Alexandria. In part one, you're you you are bonded to Alexandria. You're like, yeah, I want her to fucking beat this monster. I'll enjoy the monster killing. This one, I don't even remember who these fucking characters' name are. I just kept calling them Tank Girl and Boner Priest. Those were the characters in my head. Yeah. I mean... I mean, every scene is shot like a fucking porno. They are deeply... I, this is like... It's funny. Like, we're talking we were talking about this at the very beginning. Like, before we started mm -hmm. recording, but, like, this is like this, like, playground movie, basically. Like... Yeah. It's essentially... And you think about it, like, I think about movies like this a lot. Because I've seen a lot of, <laughs> we talk a lot about movies that are just like, they feel like fan service. Again, I don't know who the fans of Wishmaster are that needed this. But it's one of those things where you think about it and you're like, all right. Like, if I was 13 years old and watching this movie, like watching the first one, be like, man, you know what would be cool? If you like went to jail and just like fucked around. Like, okay, but this is the thing. That's the movie we want. Right. Never take this movie out of fucking jail. The detective is the one who gets the stone, right? Do that kind of a thing, totally. right? And then now it's just fucking Wishmaster in jail. Because every scene at the jail fucking Golden. rules. Golden. Fucking rules. Starting with the Even fact the that Even the casino just... at the end is not bad, right? But yeah. the jail is where this movie sings. That's yeah. where it's like, hey, Absolutely. we know you guys love the gin, and we're gonna just dial it up to a spinal right. tap like, 11. These normal like, yeah, people. Bitch. But, like, this, like, the, the again, the people, like, Tank Girl and Boner Priest, 
Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, I just don't care about anything these people no. are doing. Yeah. And you're like, the priest is there to do the, they, this is another one of those like Griffy catnip things in movies. Yeah. Yeah. One of my absolute favorite things is a movie monster pretending to be afraid of a cross. Like a holy man, like, be gone, demon, so like, ah, and then they laugh. So the priest confronting pure evil and realizing he maybe is not as committed to being a man of the cloth as he wants. Right, right. He's scared when he confronts actual evil. And he's like, oh, my God, all the, all these stories aren't bullshit. Like, there's actually shit out here. Right. That's an interesting enough way to go. They don't utilize it. No. Halfway through the movie, it's like, he's like, well, someone pure has to send him back to the gym. She's like, <laughs> not me. And then for some reason, I don't know if I like went to get a drink of water. I missed something because I come back and she's like, I know how to do this. I'll sh chop my hair off, cut my finger off and do like a Hail Mary. And now the rest of the movie, I'll wear a fucking sundress and a sweater and I'm in. Right. So now she's like trying to be this pure slayer. And then a scene later, it's like a yo-yo, right? Because she does that. She chops her finger off. Did we don't I miss address something? it. She chops her fucking finger off. <laughs> right. To become pure again, right? A right, sacrifice right, right. to God. I remember that part. Right. And then they come back. She, you know, do some shit with the Russian mafia, right? She comes back, and her and the priest are definitely about to fuck. And the priest goes, Hey, I don't think this is the way into heaven. And she goes, you'd be surprised. And I was like, oh, so now that shit's just thrown out the window. You're literally corrupting a man of the cloth with your fucking missing fingers. Like, what are you doing? Like, how is this purity? Or maybe she saw him at, she tried to shoot him at the Russian mob. And she's like, purity sucks. I'm out. <laughs> because this is the other thing, too. It's, a, it's another loophole or a legal argument, a precedent that God is setting. Right. So she cuts her finger off. Fucks this priest, right? Makes him break his vow of the cloth. Right, right. Goes to the fucking thing. At the end of the movie, the big trick is, right? We don't have a time loophole this time. We have her saying, I wish I hadn't shot that guy who had a family. Right. And then she can start the, you know, the fucking chance of the alchemist and trap him. So I was like, God, not okay with you killing an innocent man. Definitely likes you chopping your finger off and violating a man of the cloth. Right. Although I guess the man of the cloth violates himself because he says yes. But she definitely calls her pussy heaven and says, let's rock. Or one of her orifices, right? Or all of them combined. That's the gates to heaven. She is now St. Peter, and she wants him to pearly gate all over her. And God wow. goes, nice. God gives the fucking stamp of approval. God Unless you cut off another finger or two. God the gives the stamp of approval. I think that's what's interesting is like, yeah, God, God gives the stamp of the approval. God gives a stamp of approval on not negating murder. But what happened to vanity is a sin, right? My pussy's heaven. Apparently. Apparently, God is Boastful. totally cool with premarital sex, by the way. <laughs> it's not even the pre. She's violating pre a man of the cloth that needs his a man fucking of the cloth. power to yeah. go battle a demon, potentially. Basically making a guy break his vow of celibacy. And not making... This priest was obviously ready to fucking yeah. throw well, that collar to, off immediately. Right. Well, I mean, you also have to consider, like, th this actually, okay, this is the thing that, like, they totally get. God hates the priesthood. Well, and he God, likes God high-minded pussy God metaphors. absolutely hates Catholicism. But that's, like, the best part about the movie. Because <laughs> you're like, cool. 
true. all of this tracks because Catholics are terrible. Like, I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. 1,000%. Because Wish.com Michael Bean wants to fucking get plowed. You know what I mean? He's like, well, I was a priest, but I've really just been waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, like, that's the part that makes total sense to me, actually. Like, God's like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, yeah. you guys do you. These people suck yeah. anyways. Totally fine. They even do this really lame the devil sh- moment where, like, Gregory becomes Jesus. And I was like, good Lord. Like, you really are overestimating. This, this reeks of, like, a time period thing where they're like, well, we need a couple of hot people to kind of like wrestle each other to that's what the audience wants i'm like fucking no throw that shit away like it it needs to really matter or be much more titillating if it's gonna work and this was not so anyways fuck those humans fuck those people can we get back to the real movie which is let's get back to wish master gin and jail gin and jail what a flick fucking rules so great it's fucking awesome. I love all the kills. Of course, because this is the thing, right? He's all like, the kills, all the syntax he, he goes errors. In and he, he essentially admits he's like a kid in the candy shop. Yeah. Right? yeah. Where he loves. Again, we have another him specifically not following the wish. <laughs> this is the most abrasive uh, kind of testing the boundaries, right? Where he, the guy in the cell is pretty much like, I'm going to fucking beat your golf playing ass. And yeah. he's like, what's your wish? And he goes, I want to walk right through the bars and out of the jail. And he goes, granted. And the guy gets squeezed through the bars and it's fucking cool. In what universe can that puddle get up and walk out of the jail? I got to tell you. is a liar. I got to tell you. I know he's a liar, but I feel like he should have a little more artistic integrity. (laughs) That's exactly what I. fucking rewrite. That is exactly what I wrote down. I literally wrote. This gin, this gin has no honor. <laughs> no honor. Literally. And I know he's like a fucking hell beast, but literally he has no integrity. He's like that guy. I, like he's like the kid in seventh grade. They should grade. have prepared us for Game of Thrones. Remember honestly. when you were in like seventh grade and you do like peer review of like papers and stuff like that. And yeah. you had the one, like there was always one person in class who got straight A's in English and they'd edit your essay for you and like give you like really harsh notes on like syntax that's like the gin throughout this entire movie is like uh yes of course let me twist your words real quick and also not listen to them at all it's yeah that is literally what's happening roughly especially in that moment that one particular like you're not even paying attention anymore i i think enjoying this artists should have a little more integrity if you're going to be an artiste i think in this what i think I agree. That's no integrity. None. In no fucking manner. If he was called before his boss, God, right. <laughs> in a defending your lifestyle, Albert Brooks scene. Right. And God just goes, come on, man. Come, come on. on. What the fuck? He's like, how is that walking? And he's like, I pushed him through the bars. And he goes, yeah, push. That has a specific meaning. So yeah. does walk. Like, come on. He's like, come on. It was funny. It was- it's like, God damn it, Jen. <laughs> Demoted assistant do, to do, God. Okay, do you like? Here's here's another thing too. Going <laughs> through the rest of these Wishmaster movies, because I thought about this after we finished the first one. Going into this one, do you think, as far as Jin rankings, do you think this one is like the worst one? Like, are if like let's say there's like a group of ten. Oh, of them. this is great. So by the end of this franchise, we should make a uh, his most egregious lies for wishes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think in the first one, the Tony. 
The party itself is, I mean, that's taking a lot of the leeway, Tony but Todd I get it. The Tony Todd one is a lot of liberties. The Tony Todd one is pretty much horseshit. Also, like, really elaborate for a thing, and you're just like, why, guys? Also, really, yeah, like, too specific. And you're like, that's what that's what he wants. It feels like the only but reason that he did even it was a for the Houdini closer. line. Yeah. This guy specifically said, he didn't just say, I want to get out of this cell. He said, I want to walk out of the jail. That is incontrovertible <laughs> linguistically. Yes. So the djinn just fucking violated. Violated their rights. However, he makes violated up for it. Violated the artist patron Here's the thing. Yes. The next one, though, he makes yes. up for it. And he yeah. does... He, I will say, the literal version of what he does next... I wasn't and now this is a to the T. This is <laughs> I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, and I will not yeah. interpret them any other way. This this was a paint by number wish. I know exactly what I need to do. Here. I gotta be honest with you. I'll say this moment though is fucking awesome beyond the comedy. This, this moment alone deserves <laughs> so much like this deserves to be in a best of list. Like this is one of those great like <laughs> so obvious and like it's first off like like technically really funny like it's so funny to watch yeah but also and i don't know how you felt like the first time you i don't know how many times you've seen this one the first Mm -hmm. time i watched this one i can tell you which by the way was today i can tell you right now (laughs) that was not what i expected it to be like when they say right when he says i want my lawyer to fuck himself like yeah i and when it starts happening i'm like Oh, cool! He's gonna have like a butt baby, and the butt baby's gonna fuck him. Jesus, that's what, see now that is an artistic reinterpretation. I agree, but that's like here's the thing: we we're comic that's, readers. That's what, well, that's what I'm set up for, though. And so the this, famous this the famous version of this for comic readers is Preacher. Yeah, where Jesse goes, go fuck go yourself fuck with the voice the voice of God, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy rips his dick off and crams it up his own ass, right? That's pretty close to what I thought was going to happen. Same. Maybe like a brutal fisting, right? Like, I don't know. Um, I still am not sure of the mechanics of how this happened because there's not nearly enough screaming. It's a lot of, oh, 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 oh. right? It's like a like a commercial for like yeah. the poops, right? And you hear like some legs popping out. So someplace. what you see are, yeah, his feet rise up like he's doing a leg curl. They turn on him like little cobras. Yeah. And then he just starts getting humped. Yeah. By himself. So I was like, so his legs turned for no reason. The legs have no benefit in Uh, the fucking yourself. Yeah. And so I don't know if the dick had to grow and come around like a like a self feeding hose reel. Like you know, a garden hose reel. Yeah, yeah. Or if his entire pelvis moved. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not sure of the physics at all. But whatever landed in that final shot of this man just oh 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 i thought that and then the prisoner like he's sick he's sick and i was like yeah no shit like something's very wrong but what i love about this moment this is one of the first times i've seen this in the franchise and i loved it because the guy's like my fucking lawyer right you see that a lot in prison movies right my lawyer fucked up he didn't right, care yeah, yeah. maybe he's a public defender right an overworked underpaid guy right right, right. He comes in for his meeting and he's all fucking pissed. And the guy's like, dude, I, you know, something didn't sit right with your case. So I went the extra mile. I worked hard and I found 
Again, he found a legal slip-up that's going to let him off and maybe get damages from the police. Not that he's innocent. Right. But he he did the work, and he's like, I'm going to get you out. And the guy's like, really, man? That's Like, I'm going to get out of here? And that's yeah. when the wish hits. So it's almost as if the djinn gave the lawyer the information so that then the lawyer would come in, get this guy's hopes up, and then crush his soul in front of him. And that is so much more nefarious and kind of is buried by the comedy of watching a man's legs hump himself. Yeah. But that moment is fucking vile. Yeah. And it really it really was like, oh, man, this movie's got some fucking teeth still. Right. As I'm laughing at like the squeaky toy sound effects. Right. Right. Anywho, but another it's... one in the prison that kind of let me down a little bit. The big guy that kind of has like a, a facial dis- hair setup. Very like me. disappointing. Because he had one that was so funny. He was like, I want to get wasted. He said the exact line, I want to get tore up from the floor up. And I was like, here we here go. We go. Something cool. Yeah. I want to see the Salvador Dali-like impression of whatever this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's cool, too, because this guy, for some reason, just has two twin martial artists as his henchmen. Yeah. We've seen him around. The guy's really good at bringing that, like, prison bully energy. Yep, yep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. And then it's just, like, some karate fighting onto, like, a hot press. It's just so disappointing. This is the one kill in the movie that I was like, that's pretty weak. It's a little weak. It's very weak. It was the – it was – it truly – because I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, tore up from the floor up, like – is the yeah, floor just going to so excited is the floor just going to like drag him down like what is going like something cool and yeah it's literally like how this guy's going to hump himself <laughs> yeah well it was one of those things where like you watch it and you're like oh i guess we ran out of money during the scene we didn't want to do we couldn't do anything super cool <laughs> yeah cuz even the scene right when he faces down um tiny liston right the mm-hmm. the guard yeah yeah and he's like i want one minute to dance with you compton, compton style, style. He cuts to this red room, and he's, like, fully... And now they've got money now. They put some money into the fucking Jin's body. And the first yeah. one, it kind of looked like they got bug some, They got some budget back, yeah. Yeah, and the, the fucking bod's looking good, the, and he just goes... Yeah, the w- the first emergence of the Jin is that little bug. It looks like um, Gary Oldman in the Lost in Space remake. Like, it has that vibe. It's a real not good suit. This one, he's kind of got some pecs with, like, runes and shit in him. Yeah. Uh, good suit. And you see Tiny List and Scream, and that... For those of us who know his his work, that elicits a response. Right. And then he comes out and he's like, how'd you like to get out of this prison? And then he he does the gen voice. You're like, oh, my God, he took his whole fucking skin and everything. And we see a cop react to the corpse that we don't see. So it's like, even though that one doesn't show us explicitly the, the carnage, it still manages the effect. The, the tore up from the floor up, though, that is a, a missed opportunity of titanic proportions. I Big feel time. Like. Big time. Cause yeah, I so th- essentially yeah, he's in jail. He's playing around. He realizes he's exhausted his supply, right? So this is where I like his sidekick in this movie. I thought this was an awesome character to add, right? Mm-hmm. When he um, what's his line? He goes, "Everyone needs help, even the devil." So- and I thought that was such a cool sentiment, right? Like I'll do whatever the fuck it takes. I will make a deal with the devil, and I believe it just to get out of here, right? And then you see him when he goes to his Russian mafiosos, right? And he's like braggadocious and talking shit right. um, until he sees the actual face of the djinn. And I thought this is a really cool arc for a, a small side character to add to the story. Because I think this is one of the things, right, that's fun about Wishmaster is 
imagining how easy it would be to get any one of us to say something we wish was different. Right. Or like maybe I could control the gin, right? I think it's really cool to take that character who seemingly is winning and then he sees the fucking pure face of it and can't fucking stand it. I thought that was a really cool ad. Yeah, well, no, I liked... I think the sidekick beat is really good because it does... Yeah. It does also do that thing that, like, um, vampire movies do. Mm-hmm. Like, I always end up liking the side character. Like, even, like, movie, like yeah. besides just, like, the original Dracula, like, even, like, uh, like, and I love Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. Like, um, I can't remember that actor's name, the guy from A Different World. But either way, like, yeah, like, I always like the side, I like the side character. And then, yeah, when you realize, when they realize what you, that, you know, they reaped what they sowed, it's, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's a great, it's a great bit. Also, that bit in that scene, like where they're the showdown with the mafiosos. Yeah. Is, oh, that's a see. That's a perfect wish. That was a good one. That was an great awesome wish. one. Yeah. Yeah. I want his head, and then all of a sudden, he just looks like the man he Again, hates the most. The gin is listening, awesome. hearing people through, hearing yes. hearing it out. That is taking the audience suggestion. Good job. And improving with it. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That's using the that's, tools given to you. That's great improv. This gin is getting sense. it. See, I like that. I, is a great moment in the movie. Because also the tear and the rage on the guy's face as he looks in the mirror and sees his most hated enemy's face. Yeah. That's awesome. It's great. It's a small moment in the film, but I love that shit. I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, I do, like, as we trudge through these Wishmaster movies, what I like to think of is this gin is the worst one. And he's just trying to make his bones, he's trying to prove that he's great. This is about the struggle. <laughs> you think that he's like a, a fucking opening act and he's like, I'm coming I think, for the fucking I think bus? this gin is a Clarence and he's trying to prove, hey, I need my wings. I think that's, that's the 800 souls. He's like, I'm going to go get Bedford Falls real quick. I'm getting Bedford Falls right Make now. Make it Potterville. <laughs> Maybe. I will ask you, do you think that the sidekick shot the woman with blanks? And that's why he couldn't shoot and kill her in the bar. Because he goes, if I kill you, he can't release hell on earth. Were those blanks? Because then we see the Wishmaster from the casino call and do his voice, right? Yeah. And so I was like, was he in on it? Or did the Wishmaster know that he had broken him? How do you think those bullets didn't kill her? Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, I thought he was just a bad shot. But, uh, or is it when you're bonded? Because they do the same thing, right? When she's having her sweaty, um, hey, teenager, you might want to jerk off to this. Yeah, her undulations. Uh, nightmares. Yeah. yeah. We see that she's kind of got that pumpkin head bond formed again. Right, right. So oh, maybe, maybe that's if she's is. bonded, she's part of what's eternal. And that, I was going to say, that's probably destroyed. where that starts. Like, again, when I first watched it, I just assumed he was a bad shot. But, yeah, now that you're saying it, like, to me, it has more to do with the eternal that like yeah. it's like the it's the bond wish cannot change that's the bond is eternal. also eternal yeah at that point until yeah, you he's un- part, she's until part release. of the game yeah. yeah so one of them has to win or lose you can't just make that away right yeah um yeah that's interesting man i i like that part too and i think right after that that's when she's like man i survived bullets god's on my side we should fuck and the priest is like whew, throws his fucking vows over there and they go for it um speaking walk they, me through your thoughts on the casino at the end. <laughs> i mean don't you just love sets like like 
This is. It seemed like it would have been a fun time. Not is, for the art department, but this is one of these things. Like, and I don't, like there was that time in the late nineties where all these like directed direct to DVD sequels were coming out, and it feels like they all used these like these like flats. Yeah, like every single one of them. Like, I love. There's okay. It's it's little. So when they like basically catch up with him when he's like running the casino, that shot of him behind his desk. With the big fucking horn sticking out. It's awesome. I'm like, though. God damn, dude. Like, that is just the best. It's kind of a an in your face opulence. Yeah. It's one of those this things. This movie has not like, earned at all. <laughs> it's one of those things where I was watching it. And I was like, how psyched was that art? It was like the set dresser saying, like, I found this shit. We are using it. Like, yeah. that is like that's that's the kind of stuff. Like those like the little- gin, he he fucking sees the uh the fucking ca- cattle desk and he's like my wishes are coming true <laughs> and now my wishes would come true yeah like i mean it's like it's that kind of stuff oh. but i mean like look when we get to when we get to the vegas stuff i'm just like we are really on a lovely roller coaster with this guy like he's it's just kind of the point he's having a like, great time he's hamming it up and we're doing this thing where it's like we don't care about the fucking porno priest yeah no. and she makes there is this thing that they're doing at the end where she makes like 15 wishes yeah right i wish you were this and he's like you can't you can't i'm a turtle i said i'm a turtle god damn it i'm still a turtle stop please god yeah it's like, and it's just like it's like that scene sakes. from aladdin where they're going through a booze <laughs> nope 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 yeah <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a fucking lot and somehow from there right he, he makes gregory the jesus and like that goes down south yeah and he's like, you know what'll really fucking make? Because this is the thing, the Jin doesn't get her to make one fucking wish no. until the wish that defeats him. He's not even fucking close. Again, God's fucking laughing stock. So you know what he does? He's like, well, I already killed the priest that she fucking you know stuck it to. Right. And he's like, you know what she'll really care about? Let's get some of these fucking Midwestern polo socks and sandals types and fucking put them in a UFC cage. Isn't it weird? Like, what? this is now two movies in a row, by the way, that we have like, don't you care for all these randos? Like, no. Yeah. Like, I again, the gin is so fucking bad. That's what I'm at saying. His job. What I'm saying is that's like the gin's trying to prove himself. He keeps making the same mistakes. Stop putting yeah. like, stop like. The djinn believes he is a god elevated above us, and that is his folly. Right. And God knew that. That's why there are no actual <laughs> threats. Because if you can't come to this art thief and just say, hey, do you want three wishes to have anything you want? And you can't get her before she finds the world's worst website to research her ass? Yeah, come on. That's a you thing. That's a you're you not thing. doing your job. You're trying, but you're not doing. This it. was back when she had dial-up internet, the world's worst website, and the shittiest ex-boyfriend who's kind yeah. of a priest who waters plants. This is the like, kind of you thing. had time to get her before yeah. that. She you is a person that would easily take the wishes. She was going on like you know in Carta to look you up. Like you could have figured yeah. this out. Yeah, and that's what. How I'm about saying. this? Kill the other police and don't go to jail. Don't have your fucking uh, sandals well, no, no, resort no. week. He's, yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad he went to jail. I'm glad he <laughs> sandals, went to jail. No, I was saying, like, listen, listen. 
Everyone deserves a break, even a gin, and he went to jail. So going to jail is essentially rum springer for yeah. the gin. He, for the like, gin, I'm this gonna was gonna go get buck yeah. wild. He went to sand it all down Quentin. before hell on earth. Yeah, yeah, it was fine. But he even says at one point, right? He's like, uh, "Hell is your world, not mine." Right? He he fucking deplores us. He can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. And somehow that weakness always shines through, right? And then God grants her like, "Way to throw that ass." Thanks for bringing that guy back. Boom, Jim Guardian. And that's it. And then at the end, we get the God's eye view. We fucking fly into the fucking gin in the opal, and we look at him like he's a court jester, this small little guy before a throne, not sitting on the throne. And he's like, yeah, get out of here. And I was like, you little fucking loser. You little fucking loser. fucked up again, man. You fucked up. He fucked up again. fucked up. He's trying hard. He's going. He's doing his best, man. I'm just saying, if you can't convince a thief to make even one wish, you're bad at your job. What he's awesome at is entertaining me. Yeah, exactly. And doing really cool shit, but he's bad at his stated task. That's why he's the worst gin, because all he ever does is thinks about himself. He's entertaining himself. He's not thinking about the other gins. Yes, and because he is God's messenger to take out some people we don't want. Right, the God sure, doesn't sure, want. Sure, sure, sure. He he has a built-in flaw. He can never fully win. This yeah. is God's cruel, cruel game right. with us, with demons, with gins. Right? He's just watching it. I don't know why God likes to watch this if He always knows the outcomes. I mean, you could say that maybe it's just a fucking weird old story that keeps manifesting itself in these fucking weird schlocky B movies. Right. But right. who knows, man? Who knows? The gin should be better at his job. Agreed. But we are learning some hard truths about God by the time this movie occurs. You're not wrong. I did want to point out one uh, casting note for this film, which very particular for Griff. Um, yeah. Boner Priest. Yeah. One Paul Johansson. Yeah. Nick Wolf from the Highlander, the series, and it's spinoff Highlander, the Raven. <laughs> I mean really high in the fucking <laughs> cathedral of highlander in my mind <laughs> i read that the day i'm like oh man, fucking michael bean that you left out in the car instead of putting in the fridge way to go dude. <laughs> well, Nick. yes but no that's i mean again uh the wishmaster movies are hills and valleys and are- this one made some choices right did you ever watch Creed videos and think that it was a porn? That's what most of this movie plays as. Yeah. But I mean, then we just have, because this is the other thing, too, we kind of hinted at. But I think it's really important in this movie that that Andrew's character is so much more him mm-hmm. and so much less the gin. The gin is in there, but it's, I mean, he gets a lot of time on screen with just that fucking creep smile those beady little eyes they and that I'm going to eat such your a face good job smile. just like yeah. cent- like centering him in the frame so he can just do his like god bless yeah. it man yeah oh my god he's such a fucking creep and, and just it's like great. St- and just like always positioned that way and again he is probably the best of the horror movie monsters when he's not in monster form true right cuz we get some good daniel robotized scenes from candyman but by the time he's doing cool stuff, he's always candy manning, right? Like yeah, yeah. the hook, the bees, whatever. This guy is just in his fucking egger suit 
fucking having a great time in jail and he's fucking intense man so again the movie gave us more fucking gen fun it gave us more of andrew and it kind of slathered it over a a two-day-old salisbury steak that we didn't really want i also really like that um the gin kept this look like he didn't change the face like i like that a lot yeah that's what i mean right he saw that face and he goes oh this this is gonna work this shit creepy. This gonna keep me from because this is the thing. By the time you in in this movie, you're like, so he kept the face. He yep. went to jail. Yep, yep. He can't fucking turn a person who seemingly would be pretty easy. They're already a thief. They'd be pretty easy to get them to make a wish. Does he just hate his relatives? We see them like pushing at the walls. He's like, calm down, be patient. I'm telling like, you, he's bitch. Ju- you had I'm a long you, time. He's just on vacation. Like he's every time, he, every time he gets out, he's just what? What's what? What, what trouble can I get up to now? <laughs> Travel? He's yeah. He's like, I just want to do my, uh, you know, sisterhood of the traveling fucking opal bejeweled pants. That's what I'm. I'm just out here like I'm doing me. I'm Listen, connecting I'm with me. me. You guys yeah. always do you. I'm gonna do me. You've you've you're infringing yeah. on my vacation. And you know, yeah, the tank girl and the boner priest and the. The still inexplicable, I'm going to chop my finger off and dress like Ali Sheedy at the end of Breakfast Club, and that'll make up for it. By the way, I saw on Twitter the other day, someone said, the biggest downgrade in movie history, Ali Sheedy at the start of Breakfast Club to her at the end, and I go, God damn it, I agree so much. True. Same thing in this movie. Don't fucking put on the the mom of four outfit if that's not you. She should have kept her fucking, her vibe. Yeah, don't. Downgrade. Don't do that. Don't yeah. cheaty yourself, guys. Don't do that. Don't, don't cheaty yourself. Don't cheaty yourself. Grow big. Like Wishmaster. Just do you, man. Do you. And let it fall how it may. That's life. it. For Wishmaster 2, evil never dies. It just takes just goes on vacations vacation. in jail. Yeah. <laughs> it just likes casinos and shit and being bad at his job. So you guys know the deal. 31 days, 31 pods. We love doing these entire franchise runs. So we'll be back tomorrow with Wishmaster 3. So again, guys, every day this month, a new pod. We're putting in a gargantuan amount of work to make this happen. Um, If you guys could help us out, we would greatly appreciate it. Share all the social media stuff about uh, the marathon, about the movies we're doing. That would be really cool, man. Invite your friends. Tell your friends about it, man. I know you. if you're listening to us, you love movies. You got friends that love movies. Let them know what we're up to, man. It'd be a good time for all of us. Um, if you can, go to patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. You'll get the extra remaining uh, October marathon movie, so you can have the full 31 days over there um, as Patreon exclusives. You can get in. You can vote on the movies you want to hear. Uh, you can pick your own movies as you go up the Highlander tier ranking system. We're working really hard there, too, as well as the main feed. So, again, that's patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Share the socials. Email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow the YouTube channel, Film Alchemist, so you can see what faces we pick to cover our genie bodies. Um, and make sure you leave ratings and reviews. That's free, easy, and cheap. And it really helps shows like out, uh, us out a ton to help us find new audience uh, to make their wishes come true. Uh, so that's it, man. You guys know the deal. We'll be back tomorrow with Wishmaster tr- uh, 3. Beyond the gates of hell. Yeah, Wishmaster 3. Wishmaster 3. Beyond Electric- the gates of hell. Electric Boogaloo.
Ew, gross. <laughs> Wishmaster 2, the Nickelback porn movie. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> That's it. Bye.